Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Hello and welcome to the latest in the Invest Tips podcast series, which aims to help you on your investment journey. My name is Steve Bryce and today I want to focus on the potential pitfalls when it comes to stock picking. Now we all know the success that Warren Buffett has enjoyed over the past decades and his ability to outperform the stock market over the long run. And we all dream of being able to do something similar. However, this is incredibly difficult to achieve. Indeed, the very fact that Buffett is so revered is largely due to his performance being something very few, if any, have been able to get close to replicating. Against this backdrop, today I want to discuss three lessons for aspiring stock pickers. The overall conclusion from this is that for most of us, stock picking should be seen as as something to engage in at the fringes of a diversified allocation, rather than being central to your overall investment portfolio. So let's start with lesson one, which is about time horizon. Now when it comes to forming opinions on stocks, our starting point is fundamental bottom-up research. And we use CFRA, an independent equity research house. Now the good news is that the average performance of a five-star or strong buy rated stock has handsomely outperformed the less preferred tiers of stocks over three-year time horizons. However, Over a one-year time horizon, the performance is more mixed. Therefore, when picking stocks, even when using a very robust investment process, it is important to have a long enough time horizon for the investment thesis to play out. Now, the second lesson is related to this, and it is to be prepared to weather the storm. We know that stocks can go up. We also know they can go down. But to put this in context, Over the past five years, over 90% of the US S&P 500 stocks have experienced a decline of over 30%, and 45% of stocks have more than halved in value at some point during that five-year period. Now this makes holding individual stocks through the cycle very challenging, especially as these declines do not take place in a vacuum. The news flow is usually very negative when stocks fall, and this can encourage even experienced investors to lose hope and sell at exactly the wrong time. While diversification within equities, for example across different sectors, can help to some degree, the benefits are limited as most stocks move in the same direction through the cycle. The third and final lesson is about the importance of earnings. In the short term, earnings releases are not that important. Companies that have beat quarterly earnings estimates do not appear to have a higher probability of delivering positive returns in the short term versus those who fall short of expectations. However, earnings outperformance over the longer term is critical to stock performance. For a six-year period from 2017 to 2022, If we look at stocks that have positively surprised analyst expectations over 90% of the time, the average cumulative five-year return was over 80%. However, for those that missed expectations more than 90% of the time, the average performance was an almost halving of the stock in question. The challenge, of course, is identifying ahead of time a company's ability to outperform expectations over a sustained period. 
So what do the above challenges mean for the average investor? Well, what it actually means is that the average investor generally underperforms a buy and hold strategy with a diversified portfolio. Taking a 20 year period from 2001 to 2020, global equities rose at an annualized pace of around 6%, while a diversified portfolio comprising of 60% of bonds and 40% global equities rose almost as quickly. However, research from Dalbar Inc. suggests that the average investor achieved annual returns of under 3%, less than half that uh, experienced by global equities or that diversified portfolio. Now, this dramatic underperformance could be due to trying to excessively time the market, picking the wrong stocks, or selling holdings after sharp declines so that the average investor does not benefit from the eventual rebound. So therefore, for the mass, vast majority of us, stock picking should be seen as a hobby. Something to do because we enjoy analysing company prospects and pitting our wits against the market. However, we should also acknowledge that hobbies cost money. This may be in terms of losses or in terms of achieving significantly less attractive returns than a foundation portfolio would deliver. Therefore, when you hear somebody bragging about how a specific stock they bought has done, I suggest you ask them about the performance of their stock holdings in aggregate and how this compares to the MSCI All Country World Equity Market Index. Chances are they don't know or even don't care and that tells its own story. So don't get hooked on the idea that stock picking is the easy way to financial freedom. Do it because you enjoy it if you want, but remember, the heavy lifting of your portfolio should come from a foundation portfolio that is diversified across different asset classes and helps you weather the economic storms that are as inevitable as the rising and setting of the sun. With that, thank you for listening and I look forward to talking to you again soon. If you would like to follow our market views on an ongoing basis, please listen to our daily Cut to the Chase or weekly Through the Noise podcast series on this channel. Alternatively, you can go to Standard Chartered Wealth Insights on either LinkedIn or Facebook. Thanks again and wishing you a great year of the rabbit. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details on the latest market insights, subscribe to Standard Chartered Money Insights.